Hi everyone, uh, thanks for uh, listening to another episode of Edward's, uh, Edward's uh, Review, which I'm sorry, uh, I've been, I've been taking a bit of a hiatus uh, when uh, the last episode I went with. So here, here's up to date what I've been doing. I, I'm somewhat finished with my thesis. Uh, I will probably do a uh, how to or explain about that one later. I've also um, seen many interesting other reviews, so uh, let's get to those as soon as we can on those. Uh, first off, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening for all my episodes. Uh, it's been a monumental breath of air, so to speak. But uh, also, at the same time, it's like my wonderful outlet of telling other people uh, my opinions. So that's, uh, that's another thing, too. So I do thank you. Uh, today's episode is the review for In the Heights, uh, Len Manuel Miranda's latest uh, musical that turned from Broadway to a feature. Uh, this is not the only time we've ever listened to Len Manuel Miranda because he also did uh, Hamilton for Disney Plus, and well, as many other things as well. He's a composer, a writer, a singer, a actor this man has many things in his repertoire but in the heights uh his um his broadway musical that he did uh also many years ago before hamilton uh has now made its feature debut uh starring anthony ramos as lead cast yusabi as well as many others uh one of them which is i i believe is uh, a classic uh, actor uh, to my to my memory. Uh, that would be oh boy, <laughs> and, and this this has been a long while. Uh, Jimmy Smith. Uh, if anyone don't remember his career, he was in uh, NYPD Blue. Before that, he was also in LA L- L- Law which is an old TV series back in the 90s, which is still popular uh, if you look up on YouTube and everything. But most certainly, it was be the uh, NYPD Blues. And his role in Star Wars being Bail Ogana, which is literally the adopted father to Princess Leia. Princess Leia Ogana. Uh, I'm step away from the review anyhow. Um, the uh, the story goes for that one is it deals with a community in a strip of New York uh, in Washington Heights. I believe it's Washington Heights. I could be wrong, but uh, the deal is that this whole city or this whole block that is literally uh that deals with uh of various and diverse uh diverse is the key term members of the community and one of which is we have our main character uh Yusabi uh trying to rebuild his well it, at least a part of it that I understand that his dad's old Caribbean uh, outlet, his little dream, 
uh, that he built over in Puerto Rico. And the story would go that he did, in some ways, go over to Puerto Rico to try to rebuild. But he needs to get money. He needs to make time. He runs a little shop that's on the corner of Washington Heights. And there he owns it with his cousin, Sonny. Across from the street is uh, a taxi service. His friend, Benny. Uh, runs as a dispatch and that's where Jimmy Smith's uh, character came from that that this is that's his business his place of work and everything and from there you know everything is going crazy but here's here comes the twist in, in this slow film right now because you you don't really pick it up until like almost towards the middle that uh, Yusnavi, as the bodega, the shop owner, is giving away tickets for those who already purchased it or could deem it. One of those tickets actually hold exactly $96,000. And no one knows what was going on. So it was like a mad rush wondering who has a ticket, who has that. And then we're brought up to our you know, relationship of the story. Where Shunabi's going with Vanessa, Benny with Nina, uh, who is a girl who came from uh, college, coming back home to like spend time with her dad. And from there, it's like, okay, this is what's going on, this is what's happening. And then, sure enough, you know, you got, you know, a fantastic other class. Uh, what I found interesting uh, about the cast is besides having Anthony Ramos, who's also a uh, member of, and I will quote myself on this one, is not only a member inside uh, Len Manuel's little band of cast, so to speak, because you gotta understand, this is our second time looking at Mr. Ramos. The first time we seen him it was literally Hamilton. He played not only. Uh, not only his buddy in the movie, he also played his son. Uh, and that was in Hamilton Disney Plus. Alright. But for the first time we actually recognize Anthony Ramos as the lead cast because this was definitely um to our knowledge, or at least my knowledge, uh first time that he starred and maintained his role and he did a fantastic job. He did good. So um, again, I'm going away from the story. Now we have ourselves, we have our characters already, like already had their dinner and have fun. They're at the club, and they're gonna, you know, gonna dance and all that. All of a sudden, when they are done dancing or in the middle of dancing, power goes out. Now, anyone who's seen the feature and who has not, well, spoilers, just in case. Uh, there's actually this like little countdown saying three days until the till the blackout which is we found that uh, piece of description in like the beginning part of of the story and it shows the degrees at the bottom 
originally, and this is my personal opinion on this one, originally, I thought that was like the year <laughs> when I saw that underneath it. But then I looked at it again, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's the temperature. That's the gauge of how hot it gets uh, during the days. So, so of course, they have their blackout, and we're at that part of the story that we are going to be suffering something different, something bad, you know? And that's Abuelita. That's the, uh... Abuel, uh... Ugh, sorry. That would be literally Abuelita Claudia. And she... Uh, was literally almost the caretaker for all these characters. Like their grandmother. Even though she's not really blood-related, she did treat them as their kids. As such, uh, in the film. So... We, we got ourselves that little one piece of that, you know, one piece of uh, sad news. And, you know, sure enough that there's a few revelations happening. Uh, Nina tell her father that uh, she, she, she got kicked out because how she was treated in college, which is almost true. Things in college for, you know, some diversities uh, do happen on occasion uh, and you know that's not that's something that's most likely not silent in other cases but it's something to point across to make sure that we know that this is what this is what's happened that students who suffer that they uh, they don't feel kids safe in that and that's that too that too that's to the point where it's up to the colleges to make sure that they're safe, they have places to go that feel comfortable. And part part of this film actually proves that whatever happens in college, even for students that are away from home, you know, they only turn to whoever their friends. But even so, uh, people who assume that that they're friends, you know, can turn on them, and that's sad. But she was pursuing on something else that's totally different. She was doing something so weird uh, on her career that she felt uncomfortable. After visiting her family, she realized that she can do something more better and then change careers. So she does go back uh, to Stanford, but with a new mission to a new degree of knowing that, hey, I could change if I go back. And her dad realizes that even though I'm maybe giving up uh, my work, my stuff, to make sure you go to college, you're actually seeing a bigger picture than I did. And that part, I, I kind of like that storyline because that's like, that's telling kids who are going to college, hey, you see something bigger, you see something better out there than I can. Do it. You know, never stop, never feel the need to like tell yourself to, I gotta wait. But no, you don't have to wait. You gotta proceed, you gotta go, you gotta move forward. And that message right there from uh, that that bit of uh, footage in the scene makes sense if you wanna tell someone to go forward. Uh, drop it to another thing. Uh, of course, part of uh, Vanessa's storyline. She is a designer. She's an artist. She is pursuing again another uh, apartment on somewhat. Uh, she did throw away her application because the landlord at the time didn't like how it was and 
she didn't know who to have the co-sign with. So, you know, she gave that up. But when uh, Usagi saw that opportunity, he saw that in one... We've seen this in one of the scenes in, in the Heights. That we have... Uh, Usagi did something right behind Vanessa's back. To ensure that she has a place to go. She has a place to do. And she signed, he co-signs it. Uh, without telling her. So she's like, you know, just if you got to do it, you got to do it, you know. Um. Now, here's another tidbit uh, that when we didn't realize, but towards the end we did. That if we made made notice in one of the scenes where they had that pool scene for that nine nine sixty nine thousand. Everyone's going crazy about the ticket except for one person. And that's Abelita Claudia. That's Grandma Claudia right there. And when Yusabi was cleaning up, fixing everything around her place, uh, that's when he re- it, it kind of dawned on him like, wait a minute, I gave Abelita Claudia Abuela's uh, ticket to her and she never cashed it and it was the winning numbers so in, in a way he may have cashed a ticket just to you know or at least a portion of it to you know do whatever but he also like decided to do whatever he can try to get to his dream to go over to Puerto Rico to save his uh, his father's dying dream, so to speak. So to, be, uh, so to speak. But uh, beforehand, uh, before he did, we find ourselves having Yusabi going to the Dubega, uh, nearly empty, almost completely. A, a almost completely desolated place, you know, because when you're moving out, you're clearing out everything that you had on the floor. Like you clear, like, well, here, here's an example. If you live in a place, you know, you have your front room, you get your bedroom, you got the kitchen, and you clean that up, and it almost looks like you just stepped in like a time, time warp, so to speak. That when you clear it out, it feels like you're moving back in, but you're not really moving back in. You're actually saying goodbye to it. That's how the the, big, the the store feels like. It's really empty. But again, we're finding ourselves with Yusabi and Vanessa going back to the Dubega with having not only Vanessa's, you know, fashion line right there from the day before because of Graffiti Pete. inspired her for her clothesline we also have uh, his mural on the walls which originally it did have like the Puerto Rican you know style and everything but now it's all full of color and Caribbean style and uh, Abuela's saying patient and fate Right there, that kind of tells them that 
He doesn't need to leave. He's home. He's literally like right there. And he is he is just, you know, ready to stay and not move on because he can build a life where he's at. So of course he gave up his ticket just to stay with Vanessa and the Vega and then we find ourselves, you know, knowing knowing now that he has been talked to these group of kids. We think we were seeing him in the Caribbean with this, but it's not. It's like a little piece of home still rebuilding the Debega with an open mind. And now we're, we're having their daughter right there at the finale. And still, it's like, you know, a blessing. Now, that story is fantastic and telling and it's awesome. And there's no buts. It's like, it's something that you know that if you have something to say, it's something to say. And that's great. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Now, I know I may have skipped a few scenes on there. Uh, some of them are minor, but still important. Uh, you know, we have we have the uh, Norma Dega, and that's the uh, the shop side. Whereas Nia finally realized that she's dropping out of she dropped out of Stanford, and they're thinking like, oh, she's probably pregnant. No, she's not. <laughs> and then we got Benny doing his dispatch. Uh, that's over at the uh, at the store or the dispatch store for the ca- taxi cabs. And then um, Piense and Yefe. Uh, that well, that one was. Uh, that scene literally like took me back personally because uh, that's the deals with passing of Abuela Claudia's uh, passing right there and we just were watching her progress to her her feels and her ideas of how she see things she recalling certain things and then she's literally asking her mother, who who passed many, many years, asking her what she should do. And then she passed. That literally get to me because that's like good, you know. But. <laughs> uh, now here comes here comes a little tidbit, but even so, I kind of laugh at this because this is like. This is almost like a true summer deal right here, you know? Because uh, where I'm at, uh, I'm in the Midwest. I'm in I'm in the U.S. in the Midwest. And no matter where I go, there's always like two competitions with two people, right? And we got two ice cream vendors. We got, we have the uh, lovely guy who's pushing the cart. And he's selling like... Like the flavored ice cream, you know, the yogurt ice cream and all that from his little cart. And that one right there, that kind of like take me back like, you know, it's, it's the guy on a bicycle ringing his little bell. 
you know, pushing this cart full of ice cream. That's literally a, a ice box on wheels. And I'm kind of happy to see that because you usually can hear it a mile away when you hear the bell. And then, you know, you got the uh, other person. You got Mr. Softy. Uh, you hear the truck vendors that's playing like the popular little carnival or music rides, whatever, from his truck. And you know, off the bat, you're like, oh, that's an ice cream man. And immediately it will like make you progress, like you can run out and wait until he comes by and stuff. You know. And what what I'm kind of happy about at least these portions of the scenes is that we have Len Manuel Miranda yet again uh, playing the Puagna, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the the ice cream vendor. Uh, with his push card for shave ice, and then on his on his uh, opponent side, which is you know the Mister Softy, which uh, plays by Christopher Jackson, which with these two, I kid you not, and I can probably joke with this or so, but these two are the gentlemen who are in Hamilton and originally in the Hides, and these two are fantastic and. Uh, just in case we got to figure out who Christopher J- Jackson is, uh, Christopher Jackson is literally the guy who played George Washington in Hamilton. All right. And another funny tidbit, uh, because yeah, we know that In the Heights was the stage play, but both Len Manuel Miranda and Christopher Johnson uh, was in the original production. And sure enough, uh, Len Manuel uh, was literally Yosabi uh, in the original Broadway, as well as Christopher Johnson being Benny the Dispatcher. You know, little dipid right there, right? Uh, uh, overall, the film is fantastic. Uh, it does play some roots, plays some of the coordinated uh, diversity inside the uh, actual. Washington Heights in New York in the Bronx. Uh, even though I've been hearing other stories that it wasn't too diverse or it's not enough diverse. I mean, yeah, granted, I mean, at the time you gotta like, you know, you gotta add a few more people that are like more than what the storyline's asking. But, I mean, you gotta think about it. This was literally like during the pandemic, right? Or at least portions of it in the pandemic. And it takes a long time for uh, certain scenes to be enacted and there's be a certain, a lot of long times to get a few things right. Now again, I'm a filmmaker. I have been in touch with many other things, but uh, for production uh, this huge, uh, there would have been some drawbacks. Some, not a lot. And with that some, it's kind of hard to, you know, to like not try not to add as much as you want on there or try not to be too much or too little. But personally, to me, I'm kind of happy that the stage play made it as a feature. Having these amazing casts uh, being part of it. And, you know, we are shown that not many things 
that a Broadway is and isn't, you know? And that's a that's totally different because that's a stage versus a film discussion. And I'll just probably do that later. Uh, speak about the cast. Here comes another uh <laughs> here comes another uh turnaround for this, you know? Because even I was surprised. Uh, we do had uh, a scene with Sonny's father, which is Yusabi's cousin, his uncle. And his uncle is played by none other than Anthony, Mark Anthony, a singer back in the 90s. Now, this is just, just, just personally to be seen. This is me thinking on the top of my head uh, that this was what, what probably I felt like his second known role because you gotta understand Mark Anthony personally to me he is a singer I often don't think of him as an actor at times but he is a singer he's an artist he's a composer and he uh, sang so many things back in the 90s I you know I didn't really assume that it was something totally different you know but uh, let, let me just let me you know, do what I can with, with some of his work. Because, uh, to me, Mark Anthony's role, uh, the first time I ever saw him, uh, it was Hackers back in 1995. And he played one of the federal agent. Uh, as listed, he is listed as Agent Ray in Hackers. Which, that's, that's incredible to me, personally. And... I know we're going to be approaching the 30-year mark if we already not pass the 25-year mark with this film. And that's, like, totally different. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, this is his third appearance in In the Heights. The second appearance was Bring Out the Dead, which is a Nicolas Cage movie uh, back in 1989. Uh, he plays Noel, and he... This character was, like, this drug-out... <laughs> strung out person so just in case if you're gonna like know these movies uh i would i would recommend watching them at times you know also um speaking about uh something totally different uh, there was another cast member uh on in the heights that literally came from broadway and this one is this one is the lovely and talented uh, Daphne Rubio Varega. And she uh, was the original Mimi on Broadway. And, and in case we're going to remember, uh, the movie or the show was called Rent. And she uh, was literally fantastic on that. And that kind of gives you the heads up that her roles wasn't too bad in a way but even so she is a talented uh, actress that uh, even I'm surprised of her roles in this and it was fine it's good she did her character quite well in, in this thing especially when it comes down to reflecting uh, the background of certain, of certain backgrounds you know of course, she's a Latina. I'm going to admit that. Uh, she has portrayed uh, Hispanic roles. Uh, 
because I'm, I'm literally making sure I'm looking at this correctly and her roles are not too bad but uh, as of late you know she is uh, breaking to the scenes as much as she can uh, uh, the latest uh, that I know of is uh, Rent Live and she was part of the original Broadway cast with uh, Anthony Rapp uh, <laughs> Jesse L. Martin. Uh, oh man, you know, trying to remember these names are kind of hard sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, and of course, you know, you. You can't just, like, assume that you don't know all of them. Uh, of course, I don't know all of them. Uh, Adam Pascal is one of the original cast members, as well as Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. Which I'm truly sorry if I'm butchering that, too. <laughs> and Tay Diggs. Now, I'm going to stop myself right there, because I'll probably get myself another thing going on. So, um... Yeah, uh, just to wrap it up, the feature of the film is good, it's great, I would really recommend it if you really want to watch A Guilty Pleasure, and uh, yeah, I'm going to end it right there. I do thank you guys uh, for listening, and as always, be good, take care. Hey guys, I want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to my podcast i'm also known known to be over at not only spotify but as well as oh wow i'm also on spotify breaker uh google podcasts pocket casts and public uh radio public so yeah if you guys uh want to keep on listening uh besides me covering certain stories uh just shoot me a message on my review page uh over at anchor.fm slash uh slash edward dash castro five that is uh c-a-s-t-r-o and as a joke no relation